Welcome to a special Castle Run Collecting Classic episode. In the beginning of 2023, we started doing audio podcasts to reach a broader audience. Before that, all our shows were on YouTube, whether they had video or not. This particular episode did have pictures to go with it, and if you want to see those, it's still available on our YouTube channel as well as our Rumble channel. So be sure to like and subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, but I figured it would be nice to have it here for those that primarily listen to the audio show. So, okay, we're going to go into our topic about the comic facts. Mm. Mm. One of my favorite topics, actually. Comic facts uh, have been really cool, even though no one really cares about the comic in it. What <laughs> says you? I love my uh, Tales of the Empire comic, or Empire comics. R- really? You, oh. you like picking up a... Uh, a set of action figures with a comic that starts at like issue two <laughs> or something. Heck yeah, the art's good. I, I pick up comics for art. I don't people for the stories because like I figure most stories are you know comic stories. So if I'm gonna actually like pick up a comic, it's gonna be, it's like when I pick up all the, like on my my Star Wars comics now, like I, the stories are corny, you know. So I don't really care that much. I care about the art. So I'm like, yeah, it's it's okay. Uh, something happened here. Something like like those old Marvel comics back in the day, <laughs> or in dark, in some of the Dark Horse ones, some of the stories are just like you know your normal sci-fi tropes. But some of the artists were amazing. Well, yep. the interesting thing about the comic packs is everyone when we think of comic packs, we think of the ones that were out in the 30th anniversary and the Legacy, which is pretty much like their heyday. But it yep. actually goes back to Power of the Force 2 with the Shadows of the Empire, because they had two comic packs. Oh, yeah! I forgot that, about that. That's the thing that. everyone does, because it was just two packs. Oh, and they had that unique, that unique sculpt Vader in one of them, too, remember? The Vase, um, Vader uh, Prince Zizor one? Zizor, yeah, because that Vader uh, had a special cape oh, on it. I didn't it know that. That was new, new sculpt. And they eventually put it on a single card later, I think for a green card later. But when it first came out, that cape was different than the normal cape for Vader in the PO Force yeah, 2. Back and then, too, that with those comic packs, they posed them side to side. It was just, it was definitely like yep. a versus type pack, like Zizor versus Vader, which... Big black, big uh, plastic square. Remember? Like, that's how they could, like, fight yeah, and Zizor had a, a shield because, you know, that would work against someone who could choke him from... <laughs> <laughs> from over the intercom, <laughs> pretty much. None of that was in the comic. It was literally just no. some sort of tie-in. And then the other one, I believe, was Boba Fett and IG-88. I think, was the IG-88 a new sculpt? I can't I, remember. I don't believe it was. I think it was just the regular the regular one they had. Well, I mean, still, it was uh, still nice, though. Yeah, they, so. they were interesting. I didn't have any of those because I had all that stuff single-carded. It's like I, I didn't feel the need to to pick up that but yeah it was just those two at least that i remember and then uh they they went away and they brought them back during the 30th anniversary which you know like i like i said that was a golden era for uh star wars collecting in general uh, unfortunately a lot of the characters they had uh those stupid swivel elbows they were doing at the time oh yeah that was i hate i hate swivel elbows so much and I think some didn't even get that, didn't they? In those comic um, packs? It, it was well, really random, okay? So when they came out, they had some with swivel elbows, they had some with fully articulated elbows, 
They had some that had articulated knees and then ones that didn't have articulated knees. I think one of the packs, one of the figures was basically five POA. They were they were kind of all over the place, and some of them had soft goods. So they uh, and I think they had said at the time it was like a budgetary thing. They had to decide okay what was important to have in that pack, and you know they they were pretty good prices too. You know even if you take out the fact that it had a comic in it, which cost something to print. You know they were a pretty good value. I think they were seventeen dollars or something like that at at, oh, the, wow. at the time. So I mean that's less than ten dollars a figure, and they were putting they were putting out good figures. If we go back, I'm looking at the list now from the 30th anniversary collection, and one of the first ones I remember. It doesn't say it's an exclusive, but I could have sworn it was an Entertainment Earth exclusive, and that was Carnor Jacks and Kirk Hanos from the Crimson Empire series. What year was that one? That was, uh... Uh, I think, 2008, around then. Oh, let me take a look here. Because I know for a fact, I never saw that in stores, and I had ordered mine, I believe, from Entertainment Earth. Now, those dudes... One of the things that got me thinking about comic packs was I was starting to unpack some of my figures and, and put them on display just the other day, and, uh... I, I was actually going through a lot of the comic pack figures, and uh, the Kirk Hanos and Carter Jacks set. Those dudes had articulated knees, but they had swivel elbows. Hmm. I, I never got the. I, see, I, I I was out by then. I already. I had just left. You you had the, left uh, and got back and missed like the best part. <laughs> you really yeah, did. Because like I was like, well, the figures aren't that great anymore. I'm not really excited because. The prequels were cool and all, but like they were, they were they had kind of put a lot of the, cause I it was right after Attack of the Clones I was like man, I got I got in college I'm gonna go ahead and leave and then cause I really I hated the pre-post stuff from, from the saga right, the saga one right, line definitely and then who I never knew all this stuff happened because Carnivore Jackson Kirk yeah I Kenneth. really loved the Crimson Empire series. Oh yeah, from Dark Horse. Yeah, oh yeah. yes. So that that's that's one reason why those figures are so cool, and they got removable helmets too. Yep. Um, and and then they did a run <laughs> that were basically all the ones that they practically had to clearance out because no one wanted them, and that was where they would take figures and they had them with the Marvel comic color scheme for the original Marvel comic run. So, you know, Vader would have like weird colored eyes and. You know, stormtroopers would have blue highlights on their armor. Yep. And yep. I don't know. I I just thought they were horrible, and I think a lot of other people did too because those packs just hung around forever. You know, I remember. Oh man, that was. I I saw those later on, and I I wondered why they just didn't leave the original version painted like they were and put those in the thing, and just maybe not have it lined up exactly like it's what's in the comic because some of it was. Awful. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> One thing that was so great yeah. about the comic packs was it, it's that they they did stuff that wasn't in any of the movies. You know, they did original characters yeah. that were just from comics and and novels and stuff like that. Like uh, Mouse and Basso from. Uh... That that's all from that one run of Empire where you got Lieutenant Jedlin and Dina Shan, you got um, Tank and Amount of Men. And then you have 
uh, Mouse and Basso in yeah, which, which disguise. Yeah, which is funny because those I was are... just looking at those, and the alien one, I guess, I guess that's Mouse, he, he doesn't have Stormtrooper gloves. Like, his alien hands are showing through the through the armor, and it's like, eh, it's not a great disguise, dude. <laughs> that's that's because they took it off the cover when he puts the helmet on. That's, that was oh, the cover okay. shot of him putting the okay. helmet on. And for some, but he wears the gloves when when, when he's walking around the, the base. So I don't know. They just thought, yeah, oh, this they, would be cool. You know, Make some of them, some of them would have two really good figures, and then some you were definitely buying it for one figure. Like <clears throat> Lieutenant Junlin and Dina Shan. The Lieutenant <laughs> Junlin figure was just uh, Ozzel with a different head. Um, yeah, and he had yep. swi- swivel elbows. It was like a very weird, specific pose and stuff like that. It was it was Oswald getting putting his head uh, yeah. hand in his throat, so now, he's, he's getting choked. Now you could and keep it, keep him as some sort of army builder and just you know have him in the background mm-hmm. somewhere. But really, the Dina Shan figure was was the highlight of that because you can and still is by the way. Yeah, I mean you can use that as a uh, basic female officer. Even with a removable cap exactly. and, and everything, her, yeah, her in um her in Juno Eclipse have been the only well, I guess in us I started been the only female officers you ever got. Ever. Um, so Hassan That's what I said. Yeah, and they all and they all use the same body mold and stuff, just with different heads. Mold. But but yeah. that brings up another one. I mean, Hassan Isard. That was a uh, I forget who she was packed with. That was uh she was with um. Uh, Officer Baron Fell, but in an, an officer outfit. Okay, okay. When, yeah, I believe yep. I must have gotten her loose somehow because I had Baron Fell in his officer outfit, but I know it wasn't until years later. Yeah, you know, I mean, th- those are all all good figures. They did um, a a Luke, which was a kind of unique Luke where he had uh, like the top part of his X-wing costume off, and it came with a helmet with like. Uh, the breathing mask, which was really cool. But, and Mark Jade. But, but yeah. the thing about that was, like, that Luke, his legs were pre-posed kind of in an action-y stance, and the Mara figure was pretty good, and she even had the little hood scarf Mo- thing. Movable hood, yeah, which they, they've yeah, never the, made. Yeah, the thing that was so. annoying, though, was she had swivel elbows. Yeah, and her pistol was, like, the size of her yeah. head. <laughs> <laughs> which was yeah. crazy. Like when they remade her, it was so whack because when they remade her in the in the black series five years later, or six years later, and they actually made a good body for her that actually was black and not blue, and then like gave her like they didn't give her the hood, which I was upset about. But they gave her that huge hair. Like I actually like the hair in the comic pack version better than I, when it comes to the hood better than the actual one that has way it's good articulation well, one, in the black well, series later on. Have the hood. Is that hood was specific to the purple outfit? They gotta recolor it. Well, 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 here, I mean, well here's it... what you do for the black series one, and I got this. I saw other people were doing it, and it looks amazing. They did a Black Widow figure that I think it was exclusive to Toys R Us, where it came with like a stand. It was some sort of stand, and then it had a, a Black Widow figure, and the head sculpt on that, you pop it straight off. Put it on the Mara Jade figure. I, I think the ball joint, like, just matches up perfectly and stuff. And you have an amazing looking Mara Jade figure. Everything wrong with that figure came down to that ridiculous hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think because I mean, it's the same outfit, by the way. That's from that she's in because that black outfit 
remember is this, they just they had purple color on it because that's what the when Blanche and Fatine did the original art, it was the 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 nighttime light hitting her oh, outfit. Okay, that's why it's like that. That's I saw. I assume they just came. They just pulled these things straight off the. Uh, Straight off the uh, art from the from the things from Era of the Empire, I'm looking at the Luke right now. He had the oh, he, he did have that, that the holster on his chest though, which I thought was kind of cute. That's from that's also from Era of the Empire when uh, he had lifted up out of the uh, X-wing yeah. when it's damaged. Yeah, I really I, wish... I wish they had done a better job on that Luke because I I did kind of like that version. I mean they had they had some really good ones in in the 30th anniversary, but I think where they really started. Uh, coming up with some really kick-ass stuff was uh, Legacy, and they and they ju- and they just really went nuts on uh, some of the stuff they were doing. Looking here, I know one one that I'm happy with is uh, they had one who was Asajj Ventress and Toll Score from I forget I forget what the title was that was from. See I, that version of Ventress I was never a fan of. Like, and I remember they they put her on the single card version of that for that head sculpt too. Well, on, well, I had Wars. that one, but it had like this uh, black uh, skirt. It had no knee articulation or anything like that. I had that one for a while, and I replaced it with this one because this one has more articulation and it has the soft goods and everything. So mm. right now, I mean, this is like my definitive Ventress that I have at the moment. See, I prefer the Clone Wars one. That's more like the actual animation than the. Because uh... oh, not, not I see the... what you're saying. Not. Not the not the 2D animation, but the 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 CGI right, animated right. version. But but they had um when the tar- but they also the made first two- Tartakovsky Clone Wars came out, they did those stylized animated ones. But then they also did a few that were realistic version. Yeah, like like the one in this comic pack, like that head sculpt's from that yeah, one. So. It's on like a sandy white card. Yeah, I, I remember it, and I didn't like that either. That's why when the CGI one came mm-hmm. out, I finally decided to pick one up because I like Ventress. But I just was like, ah, God, that... Yeah, the, like, the other dude that yeah. comes in this pack, you know, kind of reminds me of, like, a, a Thor ripoff. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, like, I just don't really care about that dude. I actually got the Ventress loose. I didn't I didn't buy him as the pack. Oh, here's something we've forgotten about that was possibly awesome and still gets more awesomer every day. Grand Admiral Thrawn in Talon Car. Yes. That is... That it. is a great set. And that is a case where they're fully articulated, both of them. Yep. It wasn't like they really tried to uh, go cheap on it. Not a, not a big fan of the head sculpt on Thrawn. I think he looks a little bit too much like he's trying to be Dracula. The power <laughs> the power of the Force to Thrawn. I actually did a head swap because I prefer that head. What? Really? Yes, I so much more prefer no, that. Head. Th- no, that legacy was way better. What are you talking about? <laughs> the legacy head. The vampire thing works for him. He's uh, supposed to be some weird blue-skinned alien thing <laughs> that comes out of the air with blue glowing eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah, he looks. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll get you. Uh, he looks, we'll discuss head sculpts on Thrawn later because there's that's an entire conversation <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> all right. Well, one one so. thing that I really like that they they start doing once they got into to Legacy is the Legacy comic, which I was a big fan of. Takes place like. A hundred years after A New Hope or whatever, with a descendant of uh, of Luke and Cade Skywalker, and there's a bunch of Sith running around, and and because everyone was like, "Oh, Darth Maul's cool," they thought it would be cool that 
all the Sith are like tattooed black and red and stuff. <sighs> yeah, I know where you're going oh, okay. with this. <laughs> but they they had some really great sets. They had Darth Talon and Cade Skywalker, which my <sighs> both of them were good figures. My beef again came down with the posability. Uh, Darth Talon, who is a Twi'lek with Darth Maul tattoos and stuff, she's very acrobatic in the comic, but they didn't even give her articulated elbows. They didn't even give her swivel elbows. Well, you're yeah, right. So, I mean, she kind of just stands there and can point her lightsabers around and, and kind of swing them like, uh, like a helicopter. <laughs> For a character that is acrobatic... It's like why did they why did they cheap it out on that? Like I think they could have taken if they had to sacrifice something on that specific pack, go with like no knee joints on Cade Skywalker. Because with the coat, you're not gonna get that much posability anyway. It it was just a very, very weird choice. And then one of the legacy ones that I really, really like, I think is very solid. Again, those those of you that haven't read uh the legacy comics, there's the Crimson Guard eventually end up becoming in this new version of the Empire. They they become what is referred to as the Imperial Knights. And they're like a cross between a Royal Guard and a Jedi. Uh, they all have basically like factory-produced lightsabers. They have some limited knowledge of the Force and, and Force abilities. They don't wear helmets, um, but, they, but they have really cool red armor and, and black capes and stuff like that. And they did a two-pack of two of the characters. And, and Terry's Draco and Ganner Krieg, and that's a really, really, really nice set. And <laughs> the interesting thing about um, the the character Ganner Krieg is he's actually his likeness in the comic and in the figure, of course, is based off a real guy who who is actually an amazing cosplayer in the Star Wars community. And the artist for the comic, I guess, knew him and decided to put him in the comic. So. That's really cool. This is in the uh, Legacy, or is this uh, 30th anniversary? This is in the Legacy. See, I wasn't real huge in the, to the Legacy. When did that? When did the Legacy start? The legacy uh, comics start. That was like 2000 and... Probably like seven, seven or eight. Right, right after I got out. Yep. So I missed it too. I remember, I remember hearing about the line starting and how it would take place like 100 or so years later. Yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty but, cool because... Uh, Instead of just making Luke's descendant kind of like a goody two-shoes, ba- basically he was like addicted to some drug. He was a he was a bounty hunter. He he had been uh, trained as a Jedi for a little bit, and the Jedi again almost got wiped out. And he basically abandoned his heritage and became like a bounty hunter. Like he would hunt other Jedi. Like he didn't get he didn't give a crap. And then eventually he kind of like redeems himself and and starts embracing his Jedi heritage. But it was pretty cool that they didn't just try to make him like another Luke. That was something I really really liked about it. But those uh, Imperial Imperial Knight figures are are awesome. I love the armor and everything. They they then had. Another Imperial Knight character, Sigil Dare, and oh yeah, with uh, Darth Krayt. Darth Krayt. Yeah. Um, now here, here's where I get frustrated with a lack of consistency. Sigil Dare is wearing Imperial Knight armor, the same as the other two characters in the other pack, but they did some sort of. I don't think it was vac metalized, but they used some sort of metallic paint, so it's actually like shiny and polished. A shiny red. And it yeah. looks freaking awesome. 
but you put her with the other two characters and and there's a glaring difference and no matter how nice it looks when they did that other pack i rather would have had them just paint it so it would match the other ones you know if if it comes down to something looking really cool or looking consistent you know in a lot of cases especially if it's part of a team or some sort of uh you know army builder consistency is very important so you know it was it was kind of frustrating that they decided to to go that route but you know that that's a good pack they did uh I'm trying to think of the name it was Darth Nile Darth Nihilus no, not Nihilus, it was Darth Nile. But, um, yeah, they had another set that was Darth Nile, who, he he kind of looks like a dark elf. And he came with, I'm trying to think of her name. Yes. Lila Blue. Yes. But, yeah, you know, so, so they had a bunch of legacy packs, which was really nice to see, because, like I said, I was I was a fan of that. There was, once again, you know, here's an example of another pack where one figure like I just totally didn't care about it and I liked the other figure there was uh, a pack with Darth Vader and Grand Moff Tracta yeah and, he, and he's you know got some weird goggles and a breathing device and, and stuff like that you know it was like Darth Vader another Darth Vader figure so you know kind of like who cares <laughs> I'll give you my example of who cares versus and it had potential too man was the only one they made for I think it was the only one made for shells, the Empire, which was that Zizor and Leia yes. Organa. Because that was a good Zizor figure, but but that that Leia was Ooh, it's rough to look at it right now on the screen. Yeah, oh it man. Was... Like she had no it... elbows, really tell you what she did like have. they can move my ankles. Yeah she did, look at them. Yeah, it, it was like a robo-sized... Yeah, 80s, 80s workout. Uh, yeah, all she needed was, like. was like some leg warmers, come with a little boom box, playing flash dance or something. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was real bad. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. It, they, they also oh. did a couple um, based on the Infinity comics, where it, it was kind of like what-if things, because uh, there's one where it comes with a white Darth Vader... And, and Princess Leia. There's oh, another yeah. one that comes with Darth Vader and Leia, like if if she had become a Jedi. You know, they did a couple of those. Oh, there was there was another uh, Dina Shan pack that was pretty cool. It was Luke and Dina Shan, and they have these the commando yeah, gear. Th- those yeah, were really black cool. Gear, yeah. I, I actually only picked those, those? a couple get... a couple years ago. I picked up some of those. And you know, yeah. on, honestly, I... if you did some head swaps, like you could come up with like a pretty cool. Uh, spec ops team or something. Yeah, I agree. I um, I don't, I don't really care for the whole commando thing because I'm not, I'm more about like you know straight up army building. But I looked at those real hard. Like, man, do I really want to get those? I mean, but the but the fact they went into the comics that deep, like they went into a lot of the Rogue Squadron stuff too, like Ibitism, it was Walmart exclusive, and Naren, Akil, and Plur and Delur. <laughs> 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 oh, some of these names. Oh, they're, they're, those from the comics, man. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> there for a while in in the Legends era, there were some authors that I thought needed to maybe. Yes, they're aliens, but maybe you need to rein it in a little bit on some of the names, because really, you look at Star Wars, and so many of the names are very, very simple: Han, Luke, 
Leia. They're not even giving them two syllables. And, and then yeah. <laughs> to sound alien, like some of these authors, it's like they're like, blah, blah, blah. it's like, okay, I can't spell that. I can't say it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's not forget that there's an alien that's a giant slug, and they just named him Jabba. They they yeah. get a little out of hand and a little crazy with some of these alien names. <laughs> I did. I have never even heard of this comic pack, and there's not a link to it, so I have to look it up. Called Mashuk and Kaolish. Oh, oh and Ketch. yes, that was a Ewok pack. It had three Ewoks. Oh yeah, yeah? and you know what? I'm I'm an Ewok guy. I've bought. Probably like every every Ewok set they had. I did pass on that one because they were colored really out there. You know, like uh, one one's head covering would be like bright fluorescent orange, and they, they were just some you know or purple. I think one of them might have been purple. purple. Yeah, they were. Yeah, purple. One is orange. Yep. Oh, you got three Ewoks in this one. Yeah, oh, I, didn't I guess because they were smaller. You know, and and back in this time, you got to remember. I mean, it, th- this is short. This is right after the 30th anniversary collection where they were packing in parts of the cantina bar. They were packing in the the torture device Han was on. They were putting in enormous packings. So that doesn't surprise me at all that they had three Ewoks. Um, they, they, were, they did that a lot more. Uh, Kyle Katarn and Yuzum Vong, I thought that was a, a good two-pack. Oh, that is um, that is my Kyle Katarn. Like whenever I do, when I set up a Dark Forces dio, that's the Kyle Katarn I use. Even though, yeah, I love it. I love that articulation on that guy. I also liked um, the Luke Skywalker and Lumia when she after she become, after she become transitions over from the Dark Woman to or not Dark Woman. But, what am I trying to say? When she transfers over and she has like the then she has the separate yeah, head. Yeah, there there was, there the dark, was yeah. like the head with the wrappings and the, and the cones and stuff like that and then there was uh like a more human head with, with a scar or something like that she actually still you know goes for a decent amount of money which is why i don't i never got the pack and i'd like to get lamaya at some point but usually she's like about 17 bucks for just her loose so yeah i'm kind of playing the long game hoping to hoping to find her for a better price Another another example of one bad figure and one good figure is Wedge Antilles and Borsk Fele. Now I have both versions of that because it, there's they released two different really? sets of that. Yeah. What's, um, the, what's the difference? I'm trying to think. Give me a second here, um, because I noticed that when I was doing my yearly count there about two three months ago, where um, your yearly count is that is that kind of yeah. like your census for? Yeah, I get, what do I need? What have I got too much of? Uh, yeah, because he says he came out in 2008 as number 14, but he came out again in 2009 as number 4. Because so, when I got the first one, right, I got, always get one to open and one to keep, right? And then so I got the second one thinking it was the exact same one, and it wasn't. And I was like, what is the difference? Let me let me take a look here. I actually might be wrong. I might be a little wrong on this. The Wedge and Tilly's, you know, he had some weird like he looked like he was wearing some karate outfit or something that, yeah that's the uh that's the uh, line yeah it, it was horrible horrible design on, on that costume <laughs> but again the one figure kind of sucked and the, and the one was good really I, if you think about it that is the only bothan merchandise i know of yeah it is i've never seen any other bothans and, and, you're right 
And it's like for, um, for uh, an alien species that played a rather large part in Legend. It's kind of a shame that we haven't gotten another Bothan at some point. Yep. Uh, let me see a look here. I want to say their placement's different in the packaging. Sometimes failures on the right and sometimes wedges oh, on the right. That might be the or sometimes failures on the right. But, uh, yeah, but you can tell one, one has like the 2008 comic packs on it in the big blue letters and the, the packaging is different too. But I thought there was something different with the figures. I don't know. I might be wrong on that. We'll see. But yes, that is the only place to buy from merchandise and he did play a huge role in the old EU. Oh, here under Walmart exclusive. Um, now, now this again is a pack that I got them loose only like a few years ago. But um, the Storm Commando and General Weir, great army builders. Uh, Storm Commander is basically uh, Black Biker Scout, and mm. uh, then then General Weir is a Black Biker Scout, but he has two red bandoliers, and then he has a removable helmet. But, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a Viker Scout guy, and uh, so I definitely wanted that. Now, as far as the Storm Commando goes, the, the interesting thing about this is I believe when this pack came out, you know, they just made a Black Biker Scout and put it in there. But the actual Storm Commando, uh, there is one comic where it shows them, and the armor is not exactly the same. The helmet is a little bit different, and... Uh, I think there's something else, like maybe the boots or something that are different. But I seem to remember that they had the correct version of the Storm Commando in some other pack. I think it might have been like maybe one of the Evolutions packs or something like that. That they have the accurate Storm Commando from the comic. I never got one because I might have one set because they go for too much. People like to army build those those. Like so, like they want like fifteen, sixteen bucks just for the Storm Commando. I'm like, no, not today. Not yeah, today. They, well, if if you want like that kind of biker scout, they really have not not counting General Weir. They really have three versions. They have the one that I said is a unique sculpt, uh, the Storm Commando, which is just a straight up uh, black colored uh, biker scout, and then they have one that's more of a charcoal gray with an Imperial emblem on the chest, and that is one that came with a black speeder bike. Uh, yeah. I, I do have that one, too. Um, I, I kind of like all those that I can do, you know, my own squad of specialized troopers. I guess. Yeah, and then, uh, I mean, we covered a lot. Uh, there's plenty of other ones if people want to look them up. Yeah. Oh, was it the Black Hole? The Black Hole and Black okay, Hole Stormtrooper. Now, now, that is an interesting one. That was so rare i literally now i'm counting everywhere i'm counting conventions i've only ever seen that set exactly one time years ago at wizard world philly someone had it and i'm like i didn't even know this thing existed it had the the black colored stormtrooper which uh is also known as shadow stormtrooper black hole stormtrooper i actually think it was exactly the same thing i don't even think the paint was different i could be wrong but I don't even think the paint job was different. And then Black Hole was basically like a hologram of this character named Black Hole. Yeah. And yeah, I remember seeing that. I thought it was just weird. Like, it didn't come with a figure. It was just like the... It was a round-looking... I thought it was a Death Star at first when I first saw it or something like that. It, I, think, it? I think it's like it? uh, the character like holding holding his fist up or something like that. That's but, what, Okay, that's what it is. But yeah, oh. it was... Uh, so it was like a hologram... <laughs> 
a big chunk of plastic, a hologram, and a black hole stormtrooper. You know, I wouldn't call it a, a horrible set. A lot of people like army building the uh, black hole stormtroopers. It was just so incredibly rare. I, do I don't know if it's actually valuable, or it was just something that I never really saw. Another one that goes for a lot is Master Thom and Trey Say, which I think was like, wasn't she the tree lady? Yeah, she was actually in love with Master yeah, Thom. Yeah. And, uh, he, and I don't remember what happened with them. I, I didn't realize that was, uh, I don't remember if that was in Tales of the Jedi or was that in for the prequel era? Yeah, that was, that was the prequel I think it was a prequel era. era. I think it was, were they calling it Republic at that point? Yeah, I think it was Republic, yeah. Um, I never, I didn't really know exactly what happened with those two, but I remember seeing them. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Going along. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw I'm... those in stores. Uh, you know, I don't think they were super rare, but they, you know, they go for a lot now. A lot of, a lot of EU stuff has, uh, you know, kept value. And <laughs> speaking of kept value. <laughs> one, <laughs> the black hole and black hole stormtrooper I saw exactly one time. One that I've never even seen at a convention is Exarcoon and Yulik Keldroma from Tales of the Jedi. <laughs> and I would actually say that Exarcoon wins the prize for most expensive modern figure. I mean, because a lot of the old Tales of the Jedi had him in it, is yeah. why. He was a. Uh... He was originally a Jedi, and he falls to the dark side. And this is like multiple series. This goes yeah. on over while he's fall to the dark side, and it comes a huge Sith Yeah, there, shit there's like that. actually... A, and you would think, being that it's the same pack, that Yulik would go for pretty close, but he actually, last time I checked, I mean, he was going for like 80, and Exar Kun was going for over 200, like 225 or something like that, loose. Yep. That is insane. I never got this pack, because I never saw it. I was fortunate enough that I, w I was at a friend's place, and uh, he was showing me his collection and stuff like that. And he had, like, almost every modern figure that came out. And most of them, he had doubles. And I, I told him, I said, Haha, I said, but one thing I don't see you have is I don't see you have XR Kuhn and Yulik Keldroma. And he's like... He's like, yeah, I got, I got them somewhere here, and starts rooting around in a drawer, and he finds them, and he's like, oh, I thought I had, he goes, I know I had, like, two of them, but I can't find the one, and he just gives me his extra Ulick, and I'm like, oh. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I'll I'll give you something for it. He's like, nah, I just want to help out a fellow collector, so I have a Ulick Heldroma, cost me absolutely nothing, but... Yeah, XR Coon, and I like the character, but I'm not dropping that kind of coin. You yeah, know, shit. I um, uh, it might be nice to have just for like some like a something to talk to as a flashback and a diorama or something. But yeah, it's not to me. It was never worth that much. I I don't know. I guess he, he's also in like some of the books too. Yeah, I didn't think. So. I didn't think honestly that his likeness was all that good to the comic. Like the figure seemed a lot older than the. Than the character portrayed in the comic and you know with the armor and stuff like that he he looks not quite star wars enough for me I, and uh that's actually why i got rid of um my darth nile and my darth Krayat because they they look a lot more like a fantasy character both of those i mean like yeah. i said darth nile is pretty much a dark elf um now he went for a lot when i when i sold those two 
I sold my Darth Krayt for I think sixty five dollars, and Darth Nile went for one ten. I was really surprised that that his prices were actually higher than Yulik. Now that was that was a number of years ago, and for all I know, that's flip flopped around. Yeah, you know, at one point I just had to say, eh, you know what? What's worth <laughs> more to me? Having a figure that just doesn't look like it belongs in Star Wars, or the money where I could go buy like five other figures. So yeah, like his, you're right. His likeness is terrible in comparison to like yeah, the regular art. Like an old man, almost. You know, compared yeah. to the the comic. I, I mean, if I if I find yeah. one for like a really good price, you know, eh, maybe I'll pick them up. But it, it it would almost have to be a situation where someone didn't know what they had, and so it was like twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't, probably me too. I don't really, like, I don't have a lot of use for them. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess. I think it's more of like a status symbol at this point where. Look what I got. I got you look called drama. Or I got uh, Xarcoon. You're like, oh, wow, he wrote a lot of money. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, but, I, I have a few yeah, I have no. a few in my collection that are kind of like that. But I, I still have to like the design for a certain to a certain degree. Like, I have, um, I have some Force Unleashed figures. I didn't get any of the Force Unleashed figures until way after they were out because I hadn't played the game. So... I had no investment in the characters whatsoever. It's just, oh, it's some dude from the game. I don't care. Where, yeah, me where too. I now have a good majority of them, but there's like one or two that I don't care about, like some of the Stormtrooper variations where they're kind of... Tra- like there's one where it's kind of translucent because they had like these cloaking devices. Yeah, yep. I don't really care about that. It's a Stormtrooper variation that was in like one game. So, you know, I, I don't care about that. But And, you know, maybe at some point in the future we'll do, like, a whole topic just on Force Unleashed figures because they released a ton of figures. Yeah, yeah, they did. I Speaking of... No, it wasn't in Force Unleashed, but it was, a, it was another game. It was one that I actually was still looking for to get, but it's a little pricey now and then, is uh, Rom Mach and IG-97 from uh, the old Dark Forces game. Uh, oh, is that um, what they were from? Yeah. Yeah, he was a hefty Imperial officer, but I really like using him because I like to set up like Dark Force dioramas because Dark Forces, if because you can use um, Dark Troopers with, and you can use your uh, Kalgatarn, right? And then you can use the other like the Dark Trooper Phase Two or whatever it is, which was hard to get. Oh, the one um, with the shield and the the blade and stuff. I think that's it. yeah, with the lights like, like got darker armor or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was thinking uh, here to cap it off. Why why don't we discuss the worst, our favorites, and what we would like to see if if they ever did them again? It restarted. Oh, let's, that sounds uh, good. Let's start with worst, I, and I think you might be in agreement with me on this. Something I mentioned earlier. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Th- there were there were some crap figures. Like I said, the the, there the costume design on that wedge wasn't great. There's ones where they just, eh, they repacked a Vader, who cares? But it has got to be, in my opinion, without a doubt, that Leia. That Kangol's Leia. <laughs> oh, man, that was so bad, dude. Like, I don't even understand what they were trying to do with that entire, just... I, I'm, guess, I'm guessing uh, they went with comic book art so if, if they're going with comic book art okay you're 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 copying a design that an artist did a lousy design to begin with 
but the execution on the figure was bad. And yeah. on, on top of that, the figure, it does not look anything like a Star Wars figure. Like, you repack a Vader, hey, at least it's a Vader. That's Star Wars. She, you could easily pack that on a card and put it in with Barbies and, and girls' little toys. Like I said, like, work out Barbie. Horrible, horrible figure. <laughs> uh, you know, there's another bad one. Was, and I'm going to take some heat, heat, heat for this, that was I thought was poorly done. It is the Dark Skywalker, Dark, Dark Empire 2, Luke Skywalker, and cloned Emperor Palpatine. The Power of the Force 2 cloned Emperor Palpatine was 5 POA. And if you saw it, did you ever see yeah. what that one looked like? With, like, the... I don't know what... Like, like okay, with the Leia, I'll give him an excuse. They had to go with what the artist did, and he put her in, like, an 80s jumper outfit. And they just poorly executed the actual articulation, right? But they got the art from the book. When this Palpatine is made, I have no idea what they're talking about because the Palpatine that pops out of the cl- out of the cloning cylinder is a young Palpatine, and I guess this Palpatine is quote unquote younger, but he's an old man with liver spots all over him in the figure, and he's got some kind of weird BDSM diaper on. Yeah, like n- yeah, no, that is weird. No, well, I didn't I didn't know that you could take off that cloak and stuff like that, but yeah, that's kind of I don't know what they were looking stuff. at. I'm, this was, I mean, it's not as bad as that Leia, because he does have articulation, you know, in the groin area, apparently. <laughs> um, you see, he does have soft goods like Leia does. He does have knee joints, but, ugh. I mean, just not good-looking figure. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and just say Leia's worse, but he's, a, he's, he's got the honorable yeah, mention. I, I agree. All right, so my favorite, I, I would say honorable mentions to just across the board. A lot of the legacy ones, uh, I'd, I'd say primarily the Imperial Knights, they're pretty cool. But I think I'm going to go with my overall best pack, Thrawn and Talon card. Ooh. And I tell you why. Um, for a couple reasons. One, they are both new figures that, I mean, technically they did a Thrawn before. But they're both new figures, they're not repacking a Vader or like a repainted mm. whoever. So the molds are completely brand new. Cards a character that they never made. They're both fully articulated, which a lot of the packs didn't do. And also there are potential uh, uses for customization. I mean, you could like do a head swap on card or whatever, you know, turn them into some other character. Uh, Thrawn, you could do a head swap and hand swap and, you know, make him another Grand Admiral figure. So, I I think that is a really really solid. Yeah, I mean it does edge out X Azel slash John and Luke because like Dina Shannon's up there for me that the um the officer version, but so that would be like the complimentary too. But yeah, so yeah, card does out edge out Luke for Lieutenant Jumlin's horrible just reuse of Basil's body. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to agree yeah, on that I'm, one. I'm browsing yeah. over some of them and I'm like... Because everything else I can think of where there is a figure that I really think is a, a strong figure, there there's a weaker figure well, that it's with. I tell you, one it came close, but he has horrible swivel elbows, was Asherard Head and the Dark Woman. That, that was that, a pretty good That's one, pretty like good. It. I'd say another one is... Yasanisard and uh, Baronfell. Oh yeah, I'll, yeah. No, th- that that's that should be number because they they were all both are fully yep. articulated on yep. that one. 
Yep. Yep. And they were, and you finally got the red stripe for, um, but they got the wrong head on Fell. And I yeah. will never forgive them because they put the right, the wrong head. Because they put the, because when you look, because they put Fell in two packs. They put him with the Unsani Isard, and they Officer put in the Tie Fighter him, gear, and the heads, they look like completely different people. Yeah, well, not only that, okay, with Yasani Isard in the officer gear, he's got a beard, all right, which he didn't have. He got the beard during the Brental 4 campaign against Rogue Squadron, and so the one that comes with Hobby should be the one with the beard, but that's the one where he's the old man with a wide chin that looks with no with no facial hair on him. So they should have had, they should have had those holes. So I tried to swap the heads, but the, the ball joint on the neck is totally yeah, different. And, and the body, but yeah, on the the one with the tie fighter pot. Oh, my he's goodness. huge. Yeah. yeah, he's a real yeah, red. Like, like he could, he's he from could the, wrestle that uh, power of the force two rebel <laughs> rebel fleet trooper. Yeah, now that that I don't mind because in the book, like in the books, he is ripped. Like he is, like that's how they draw. They were drawing him. They um, just are. are are we in agreement then that the Thrawn and Card is the best? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Everything I'm seeing that, it, it, like, I like that Mara Jade pack, but she's got swivel elbows, and the Luke was hardly at any posability. You know, boom, that brings it down. Yeah. There, there's always something that brings it down, I think, in my mind. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to say the Grand Admiral Thrawn as well. I'm looking to see if there's any... You know what? Anakin. Remember there was a, a set that we could not find for anything and there's another one that i just thought of uh, again it was an exclusive comic pack it had yeah the assembly i started pack it is had on this, this list. dude who was who was like a, a a bounty hunter of some sort it was a quasi mando looking costume and then an alien female that had whitish hair did you know what you want to talking about oh uh, those are from tales of the jedi if i remember correctly because uh, she looks, because she looks kind of like the body sculpt of Layla Blue, but not without like the clothing. She's got more whitish hair and like little spots on her. Yeah, I, on her, I'm uh, not finding yeah. that um, anywhere she's on, on this list. Because I actually have that one. I, I picked it up a couple years ago at a convention. Someone had a, a few comic packs, and they apparently didn't know that they were worth anything because they were selling them really cheap. And I think I got it for like. $14 or something like that. I don't remember what her name was. Now, I'm not saying that that, that pack would uh, beat out some of these other ones, but I know it was, you know, two pretty good figures. So, the question now would be, if they brought comic packs back, what mm. would be good packs? And I would say include, we can include Legends, and we can include like, the new Marvel comics, too. I don't care, I don't, I don't care okay. what they're from. I now I think there are two really glaring omissions as far as characters go, and the one should have been packed with Zizor instead of that awful Leia, and that's Guri. We have not gotten a Guri figure yet, ever. Yeah, I mean to be honest with you, we could probably custom a Guri out of all the parts they already we, have we, ready we to could, go. So, but, but I'm saying she's the character that should have been in the pack, <laughs> and we've never gotten a figure of it. However, I will say then, going forward, if they were to come out with new pack, Guri and Dash Rendar. All right, Guri and Dash Rendar were two highly, highly needed updates. So yeah, I can, I can be cool with that. Um, let me think who else uh, of the old canon. <laughs> They'd never do it, 
because I don't think they ever made comic appearances. They were only in the books, but they need to repack. They just straight repack and find some comic book they're in. Jaina and Jason Solo, because those figures go for crazy oh, amounts. Yeah. Well, even if they just did anything, yeah. even if they just reissued them, they they really should. Uh, yeah. The, the same with like Exarcoon and Yulet Keldroma. Like just reissue them. They yeah. have the mold to do it. People will go nuts for those because I'm sure there's thousands of people who would love to have those figures, and they're they're never going to pay the prices they're going for. All right, let's do like three. We'll do three from each. Because like I'm trying, to, I got three or four. I can okay. think of. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Now this, I don't know what you would pack it with. I, I would say you could maybe repack Thrawn, but we've never gotten a Nagori, and and, that, uh... and that's now canon. You know they they brought Rook in, so. Yeah, I know they brought Rook in, but a Nagori, they have the mold and ready to go. He was supposed to be uh, that last year comic pass before he got canceled. Like there's, uh, well, from the comic book because he wasn't animated at that point. This is from um 2010, 2011. Oh, okay. No, I I thought you meant yeah from his appearance in Rebels they were going to do a figure. No, his appearance in Rebels is more like what the book, like the novel, talks about how they're supposed to be. Like when you go back and read, go back to the 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 guide of characters, big uh, Western game books. For uh, Rook, that's he. He looks a lot more like in that, like what he looks in, like in Rebels, of what he in what the novel right. talks about him, like more, more lith and and quick and assassiny. But now, when you read the Heir to the Empire comic book, he is ripped. Like it's crazy how ripped he is. And I remember that was one of the complaints people actually wrote about that. Like, yeah, Rook is way too ripped. Than what he's yeah, they're to be. very short but, too. Yeah, little little guys. Now, but no, they they tooled him up, so he's ready to. He's oh, got a wow. prototype somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Um, Were there ever any pictures leaked of that? Yeah, I got one saved, but it's a real bad resolution because it was honorable scum uh, some time ago. Um, but yeah, he's been tooled up. Well, I mean, an easy one would be Captain Pelion. But we're all doing oh, the Empire. Oh, okay, Captain, there you go. Rook and Captain Pelion. Perfect. Oh yeah, Perfect. there you go. There you go. Yeah. Oh no, I don't want Captain Pelion. Well, I want yeah, Captain Pelion. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> But I have a new another Luke that can be put out. Because, I mean, in the in the comic books, he, he does a couple of changes. We could get Shadows of the Empire Luke with the vest on. Where oh, he wears the vest yeah, over yeah. top of his black that's, shirt. That's true. They've never done that version. Yeah, but in, uh, we could get, uh, we can get um, maybe a told. Well, I'm trying to think who else was in who'd be in the Shadows of the Empire. that we, Oh, Dengar's little, um, his little uh, droid that hangs out with Dengar. Not Dengar, but uh, Dash Rindar. Dash Rindar's little... Uh, droid button. Man, I don't even remember. Um, that. yeah, no one remembers him. He's just he's he he was kind of like the 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 quirky droid from Force Unleashed that wanted to kill okay. Starkiller. He was kind of like that, but not as murderous. So he was Dash's sidekick buddy. I can't remember his name. That, yeah, that, um, that would be interesting. Two two Shadows of the Empire packs, and yep. As far as characters from, like, the new comic, Santa Solo. Um, okay. And now, they I don't think they would work together in the same pack, but I'm thinking uh, new canon stuff, and I think she has appeared in the comic. Um, Sloan. Uh, yes, she had. Ray Sloan's been in the okay. comics, yes. I mean, just basically, I mean, it's a real easy one. I said, female head swap. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, don't, I don't think the two of them would work together, but... You know, th- those are two no, that I think they wouldn't. She, are needed. You peck her with, peck her with a uh, Canon Juris because he was always hitting on her and she a hated realistic. him. Realistic. Um, 
A realistic hand gesture. Yes, good call. Oh, but let me go back to what I was going to say. So, another Luke, another Luke besides the one that had the best on Shells of the Empire, if we were going to do it from the Air of the Empire series, this would be from, Dar- from uh, not Dark Force Rising, what was the third one called? Um, right. The Last Command. I would want Clone Luke. <laughs> All right. That's another Luke, technically. All right. Counts. People will buy it. And then I want Joros Sabayo. Oh, yeah. That's that's a good one. Yeah, that's that a good be one it. right there. Hot. Um, and then from the new canon, I want... I mean, there's a couple of different ones that would be nice. I'd really like to get Thrawn's little translator guy that runs around with him all the time. The little Imperial okay. officer guy. I, d- um, I don't think he was in any of the... Well, no, they did a, an adaption, the Thrawn comic, right? Okay. Yeah. He's in that. He's actually based off, uh, I think, Tom Wopat. Maybe you can throw another Thrawn in there as a refugee Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. The long-haired Thrawn. Thrawn. Muscle all ripped out Thrawn, yeah. I can't remember her name. That officer with the cybernetics that uh, is like Aphrodite's love interest. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I don't remember her name either, but it has like the, the neck cybernetics yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, Solo together because they have been in the same comic. I, I think like the last story arc with Aphra, both of them were in it. So that would actually work. Yeah, it's true. They have they have been. Um, see, I don't think she'd be, she'd be a real ornate figure to make because they wouldn't do it. it was Queen Trios because uh, she was really um, she's been in the yeah. comics a lot. Yeah. Um, of course, Afra has. I'm trying they, to think they, who else. They've been doing a uh, lot with the calamari too lately. Yeah, we could do some get calamari warriors back. I'm trying to what, think. What uh, you do is you do King the King. Uh, what, what what his name is to. Shatar or something like that. You do the king, and then, because we want it, a super articulated uh, Admiral Radis. Yeah, yeah, I would have mind Radis. Um, I mean, if you want to do OT, you could do the generals. You could also, oh, um, generals from Yavin. They're all in the comics. Um, so is what's his name from Rogue One? Dodonna. Uh, not the well, the Donald's, the rebel commander from uh, oh, Rogue One. Uh, um, Draven, I think. Draven, yeah, he's in the comics too. He's been yeah, in Rogue true. One. Yeah. All right, so I think that wraps it up on uh, our review of the much beloved comic pack. You know, mm. hopefully they'll bring them back at some point in the future. I actually don't really even care about them having the comics with them. It's just they they seem to be a great way to get out EU figures. I think that is one of their big strong points is they were the, a lot of the characters they picked even even if it was just something where they were reusing a mold and coming up with a new head sculpt or something like that the nice thing was we were getting new characters and I think that yeah especially today that is sorely lacking because I think with all the new content coming out you know Hasbro's very limited to how many figures they can put out anymore and how fast they can do it. So the comic packs were really just kind of a great way for them to, to do that sort of thing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, I know... I think they've said recently they're going to start doing the comic packs again, and I thought years like four years ago they were going to do it. They said that too, and I could never find that, um, or that, um, that recording when they said that, so I had to go, all right, well, let's hope. Well, well, I think uh, it was more or less they kind of they kind of hinted that it was within consideration. I think there's so many factors on that. One of them is uh, you know who's heading up the brand. Another one is basically what's dictated to them by Lucasfilm as far as where they're supposed to focus their energy. I hope they go back and use the old EU for some figures. I know 
They've done nothing but new stuff since. Have they? They don't think they've hit any new EU figures except for that Janicella six inch, right? As far as uh, like Legends stuff, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really think I don't really think they have, but they they have mentioned multiple times, I believe, that just because it's old EU slash Legends, that nothing's like actually off the table. All right. Well, um, yeah, I think that covers our topic, I, and it was a lot of fun covering. You know, something specific. Castle Run Collecting is not affiliated with Lucasfilm or Disney, and is merely a couple of guys talking about Star Wars. No Ewoks were harmed during the making of this podcast. Till next time.